the high I'm feeling is in the letting go and the trust and look what I'm able to do. And that's how your show becomes amazing. Stop controlling it. See where it goes. Enjoy it. Welcome people into your life. Have fun with this and see where this is going to go. It can go into a million ways that you never actually even predict. Wouldn't that be the best part? Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited because this week I'm hanging out with you guys live. You can join me at kathyheller.com slash bootcamp. I'm doing four days of free training on how you can start a podcast, how you can build an amazing audience, how you can grow a business from podcasting. Podcasting is truly something that everybody should really know a lot about because it is such an amazing way to add purpose to your life and to add meaning in the world. If you want to join me for these four days live, go to kathyheller.com slash bootcamp. We are going to have so much fun in there. So as a continuation of last Thursday's podcasting workshop, I want to play a little bit more of that coaching session. We're going to get into some pieces to consider when you're starting a podcast, like how do you choose a topic or how do you create engagement with your audience on social media in a fun way that's easy, something that you can get into that keeps it feeling genuine. And how do you get in the creative flow with your zone of genius? We're going to talk about a lot of good stuff today. If you haven't already listened to last Thursday's episode, I recommend that you go back and listen to that first half because it really lays the foundation of what podcasting is all about. And then if this whets your appetite and you want to learn more and you want to be with me live this week, you can do that. Go to kathyheller.com slash bootcamp and you can be a part of the live training. But here you're going to have some great tips. You might want to take some notes. I hope you enjoy this. Take a listen. Okay. So now as far as what this podcast is about, how many of you already have a sense and just tell us the theme in the chat. My podcast is about what? Is it about parenting? Is it about food? Is it about travel? Tell us in the chat what your podcast is about. Relationships, parenting, travel, moms, grief, meditation, freedom, motherhood, IVF, spiritual life, interior design, being ourselves. Beautiful. These are great. So it seems like you guys have a sense of what this show is about. And I'll tell you what, you're going to keep discovering it and rediscovering it. There's so many times where I wake up and I go, oh my God, my podcast is really about, it's really spiritual. Oh my gosh, but it's really, it's really about entrepreneurship. No, it's really about women. It's just about women. I mean, I have so many moments where I uncover and discover new things that are really about what I'm really pursuing. And so that's fun. But let's just go over what I think can be helpful in really solidifying your show. It's amazing how sometimes people start with one thing and then they realize the show, like, you know, Marie Kondo is an example. It's like, not about organizing at all. It's about joy, right? That's what her show is about. That's what her book is about. It's really about joy. So it's okay to keep reinventing it and reimagining it. So one thing to consider is what are three things I'm really enthusiastic about that I just love to talk about? Because sometimes we choose hard. Sometimes we are married to a belief that things have to be hard in order to be somehow better or important, right? And that's not true. You know, we see that with Academy Awards a lot of times. It's like, oh, for something to win an Academy Award, it has to be about death. 
it has to be about the Holocaust. It's like, well, it doesn't have to be right that way. There've actually been, I mean, I know it's very controversial because he's not the most amazing person, but Annie Hall is an amazing comedy. So one of the best comedic movies of all time. It won best picture. Annie Hall's a comedy. It won best picture. So why can't you have a podcast about things that you're just obsessed with? Like, how do you know what's going to actually change the world? Maybe if you do love The Real Housewives and you do a show on that, do you know what could come from that? Do you know who the listeners are? Do you know that you'll be talking about one thing, but really talking about something else? And do you know the things that can get uncovered because you talk about your opinions of the seasons and the people and what, why it lights you up and why you're so threatened by a particular person? Holy smokes, that could be powerful. Do not discount something just because you're like, but that's fun for me. That's too easy. What? Do the too easy show. Do that one because you won't believe what actually is in that. If you're obsessed with tennis, if you're obsessed with the Pittsburgh Steelers, there's a lot there. There's a lot in why you're obsessed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's not just about football. It's about a lot of things. And those things get to be heard. And it's fun. And maybe it's just wrapped in the bow of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really, it's about how your parents are from Pittsburgh and they took you to these games. And every time you see that terrible towel, it reminds you of what it was like growing up in Pittsburgh and what it represents to you or why this team matters to you and the players on this team and what they really stand for. I went with my husband once to an NBA all-star breakfast brunch because he used to work at Fox Sports and I was in tears. Magic Johnson got up. They were honoring John Wooden. I mean, the conversation, I, I was like, did we go to church or did we go to a breakfast with basketball players? I, I was hysterical. I was like, every person who spoke said the deepest thing, of course, because anytime you see excellence, there is significance there, right? There's something significant going on. And so everybody who spoke talked about being in a team, talked about mindset. I was like, this is the best breakfast I've ever been to. I thought I was going to be bored out of my mind. I wanted to go back every year. So why are we discounting the things that we love? Pull people in to the things that you're excited about. Because if you're excited, someone else is excited about that. And there are so many levels to that thing that you're excited about. So if you've already gotten yourself into, well, I was going to do a show about, I don't know, infidelity. But really, the thing I really like so much is being a Girl Scout leader. I'm kind of obsessed. Like, oh, my God, there are mothers who themselves were Girl Scouts. They're obsessed with being Girl Scouts. They would geek out on hearing about the crafts you're doing and the badges. Do that show. Do that show on Girl Scouts, right? Shelley Long and True Beverly Hills. It leaves a mark. Okay. Again, people born, I don't know what to do with you. You're born in the 90s or the 2000s. I have a list of movies that you just have to see. I should make it part of the class. What else? What would your day look like if time and money were no object? What do you actually really want to learn more about? right? Because I find it so magical that I get to use my podcast as a vehicle for me to learn about the things that I really care about. And so it'd be a waste of time if I was like, well, I'm going to do a show about this thing that I no longer really am interested in, but I think other people are. It's like, no, 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 don't do that, right? Do the thing that you can be so excited about that you're like, I'm having so much fun on this call that I forgot about the ROI because this is the ROI. Yeah, having this conversation is so enjoyable to me. I just enjoy that now this is scheduled in my week to do this. 
in my week, I have conversations about these topics. So if politics feels very much like a part of what you care about, but you're actually exhausted from it and it drains you and makes you upset, don't do a podcast about politics. Because guess what? If that's a part of who you are anyway, it'll come up anyway. But if what you really want to talk about is vegan cooking, make a show about vegan cooking, okay? Make a show about that. Make a show about the thing that you really would love to spend an hour of your week talking about. There's also the question of what problem in the world breaks your heart? Because for some people, that is what you care about. And you don't know how to make a difference. And you are upset. And you are worried about the things you see on TV. And you want to use your time. That does make you feel excited. For some people, they're like, that is one way I can make a difference. Maybe I don't right now have the money to underwrite this. Maybe right now I can't go volunteer and go on a trip to Africa, but I care about it so much and I want to talk about it. So that could be another possibility if that really feels aligned for you and that feels like that excites you and energizes you to be in that process, then that might be a really good thing, something that breaks your heart. What else? Well, you could ask yourself, hmm, if I didn't have to be perfect, what would I spend time doing? Like, if perfect was off the table and I just got to ask myself, like, what do I really like? Well, I really like the 80s. I really wanted to talk about the 80s. I really don't know why, but every time someone mentions a, you know, the, the, the phones that used to be like, there were these phones that had talk on both sides, like part that you put the phone on, you could pick up. Remember those? I forgot what they were called. But every time somebody mentions something about the past and Rainbow Bright, you just get excited. So it's like, do a show about the 80s. There's so many people who feel that way. But if you didn't have to be perfect, what would your show be about? So that's something that you can think of. And then is there something you struggled with that you moved through that you find that you constantly talk to people about? Like if you were addicted to your phone and you are now talking about constantly how you literally broke up with your phone and it's changed your life, that might be something you want to do a whole show about because you find that you just can't stop talking about it because it really, it was so valuable. And now you're looking for more ways to unpack how you can get more out of your day without being addicted to all kinds of busyness. So what is something you struggled with that you moved through? Maybe you used to be emotionally eating all the time and you realized that you were actually a very healthy person other than that. And so you learned to deal with your feelings and now you stopped overeating and you're actually feeling better. Maybe that's something you want to do a podcast about. I don't know. But those are some of the things that you could do a podcast about. And then there's topics, okay? So when you put your show into iTunes or Spotify, they're going to ask you for like a topic and a subtopic. So there's like art and photography, there's design, there's science, there's math, there's technology, there's entertainment. But I want to tell you this too. Don't be bogged down by that because you can change that. Did you know that? So I've been all over the podcast charts. I started in business, then I moved into uh, spirituality for a while, then I moved back into business. I think you can be anywhere. So you can be somewhere and see how that feels. And then you can move into a different category and see how that feels. Pauline, anything else you'd like to share about this? I just feel like it's so exciting. The world is your oyster. This is your platform. It is such a gift that we get to have a voice that we can just so easily by the press of a button, literally be able to share our perspectives with the world, give others an opportunity to connect in and be inspired by it. The more you give yourselves the permission 
to do, follow, like what Kathy's just talking about. Where is your enthusiasm? What lights you up? What feels so playful and enjoyable to you? The more you give yourself the permission to follow that instead of worrying about, does this logically, rationally make sense? Is this what people think I should be doing? Well, I have a decade or two experience doing this thing. So should I really just be talking about that? Because that's where my experience is. Don't go at it from that space. Let this just be this gorgeous, beautiful space where you get to be everything that you are and you just get to wholeheartedly share all parts of yourself in this really beautiful way. Because that's what feels fun. That's what feels exciting. And it's also what's going to draw everyone else in because they're going to feel that lightness and expansiveness in your energetic. Last thing we're going to talk about today, and then we'll take some questions, is building a little bit of your audience, because this is something that we want to do all the time. It is not one thing and then another. It is like a both and kind of like when you are learning how to drive a stick shift and there's like the clutch and the brake and the gas and you do them together. You don't do them separately. People tend to look at the world in ways where I think it's just easier for our brain. We think in a linear way, but there's nothing in nature that has straight lines. And there's nothing really in a creative process that works that way. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be creative and then we're going to engage with people. And then we're going to be creative again and we're going to engage with people again. And we're going to make this part of the dance, part of it all day long, every single day. I think a lot of times people think like, okay, I'm going to create something and then I'm going to invite people to it. It's like, no, I want you to actually be in the habit of inviting people into the process the whole time. So let's just look for a second at how we could begin that in one sense. Well, we already talked about when we ask for feedback on the trailer. So that's one way that you're getting people interested already, getting their feedback. Let's say you have an Instagram account. Now you can do this on Instagram. I highly recommend it. I've been just finding for myself that Instagram is a nice, happy medium. I feel like Facebook has died a little bit. And I feel like TikTok is a whole new land and a new adventure, even though I haven't even gone there yet. But what I like about Instagram is it's a place where you can post videos and you can post pictures and you can engage with people. And the DM situation just feels like it's it just works seamlessly. And by the way, as annoying as there are aspects of social media, it's such a gift to have these tools. I mean, such an incredible gift that on the click of a button, you could connect with people who you really value their opinions. You really like who they are. I mean, look at all of us sitting here right now. There's a lot of integrity in the Zoom room. We all met through social media. How cool is that? So one thing you can do and we're going to talk about this in two different ways because some of you already have podcasts. And now I think it's probably pretty clear that there's so much that I'm saying that even if you have a podcast, I love looking at things again. You know, even with my own podcast, I'm constantly looking at it and saying, how can we reinvent this podcast? How can we say it better? How can we engage our audience better? How can we make the artwork better? How can we, we we've looked at everything about this podcast, even the title so many times. So if you already have a podcast and you're having the courage and the humility to look again, you are indeed going to grow this podcast. That is the point. So let's look at this from two paths. If you already have a podcast, one thing that you can do with your Instagram is you can start to plant the seeds that this podcast is coming if you don't yet have a podcast. And so you might want to announce that 
eight weeks from now, you're going to have a podcast, right? Or whenever it is. And you might want to post an image and you might want to have like a sample picture. And maybe it's a picture of you, or maybe it's a picture that evokes somehow the topic that your podcast is about. And in your workbook, we have like, you know, uh, templates of things that you could say, but you could say something like, I'm so excited to announce that in December, my podcast, which is called Vegan Life, will be debuting. I can't wait to share this journey with you, my best recipes and tips for thriving, for thriving as a vegan. I'd love to hear from you. What would you like to learn about? What questions do you have? Tell me in the comments. So that's one concept. And what I like to say is in every single time that you post, you're asking a question because marketing is not a monologue. It's always a dialogue or else it's not marketing. Marketing has to be sticky. Marketing has to be engagement. So the engagement matters more than your perfect post. It matters more than the engagement. So you want to make it easy for people to engage. So you could say something that's even easier. Instead of what questions you have, you could say something like type a lettuce leaf emoji below if you're also a vegan. Just that, just that alone just gets you to go, oh my gosh, there's people in my audience who are vegans or, oh, this is full. People are listening and they're reacting to what I'm posting. What else could you post? You could post a trailer, right? Because on Instagram, you can post a trailer. And you're going to start to find so many free apps that you're going to love. One of the apps that we love, Canva, you're going to find that there's like a drag and drop way for you to drag an image, click, it take you eight seconds, and then boop, upload a little sound file, right? 30 seconds, 60 seconds. You could post that. Or you could post that trailer on your Instagram, right? With just a piece of cover art, doesn't have to have a fancy video. And you can say as a sample, this is happening. In December, in January, whenever it is, this show is coming. All your support and tips and guidance and easy to, to easily happily living a vegan life. Drop me a heart emoji if you're excited for this. You know, why not? So then to anybody who drops an emoji, let's say there's eight people. Let's say there's 15 people. Okay. You could like them. You could like what they posted, like the comment. You could also send them a DM and just say, thank you for liking my post. And then you can ask them another question. What's your experience with being vegan? How's it been for you? And people love to talk about themselves. So whatever your show is about, it gives you an opportunity to create more of a conversation. What do you think happens when you DM the person to thank them and ask them to tell you more about themselves? They want to know more about your podcast, right? Maybe 15 ideas stem from that one DM where you say, I actually want to have you on my podcast or, oh my gosh, you have a totally different podcast. Maybe I should go on yours and you should go on mine. But this is the kind of thing that you can do. Now, if you already have a podcast, so what can you do to start building audience more? You could, again, post a picture. You could post a picture that relates to the podcast. You can post a picture of the artwork. You can post a picture of you. And then you can say something like, can you believe it? My show, Vegan Life, now has 20 episodes already. To everyone who tunes in and listens, I want to say thank you. It is such a gift to have you here. And for everybody else, I'd love to know what's one question that you have about this. Or you could say type a one in the type of one below if you want to learn more about easy ways to be vegan sometimes. And type a two if this is just not your cup of tea, right? But getting engagement is important. 
What we want you to do is we want you to make this actually doable. And so we're going to give you the kind of the kind of homework that you can do every single day. And there's what it is. Social media was designed for people to be social. And so when we think about the show Cheers and everyone walks in, Norm, Cliff, why? Because they go to the bar and they talk to other people. If you were to not go to the bar or if you were to go to the bar and sit in the corner and leave with after having your beer, you're not going to make those best friends. No one is going to know your name, right? So we forget that in order for us to create an audience, we have to deposit into an audience. We have to be social. So we can do that in a genuine way. One way that you can do that is to make yourself a rule that from here on out, you're going to have five connections a day. And they're so easy. You don't have to pick up the phone and cold call, right? You don't have to go over to someone's house. Five connections. And we all know we're going to come clean. You're on that phone long enough every day to have five connections. Oh, yes, you are. You're on that phone long enough every day. You could have 65 connections, but I'm asking you for five. So how does it work? Well, you're going to post something. And when somebody responds, you're going to comment back. And instead of just commenting back like this, you're going to say, I just went to your feed. I love the picture of your dog. Tell me something else about you. DM me. I want to know what you're up to. I want to know that recipe you just posted about the chocolate chip cookies. Engage, 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 engage. Be social. It's amazing. You're going to come to me and people will say, nobody comments on my feed. Nobody connects. Nobody subscribes. And then I want to say something to you that's going to blow your mind. How many comments do you leave a day? How many people do you talk to? How many times do you invest in other people? And you're going to say, I forgot I had to do that. I just wanted people to do it for me. And they say, but that's not how the world works. Energy out equals energy in, right? So we're going to start to connect with people. And then there's something called a tipping point. When people start to connect with you, they're going to be your marketing. They're going to be your street team. They're going to go tell people about it. You're not going to have to market because like I told you during the challenge, when you satisfy someone, and they're at a 10, one out of 10, they're at 11 out of 10, they won't be able to help it. They're going to tell someone sometime during that day. I just had the most amazing conversation. I just watched the most incredible piece of content. I love this person. I love this podcast. You should listen. Our podcast network at large, they said, no, it's really cool. Like we're looking at your numbers with this new tool called Megaphone. And what's so cool, Kath, is that your audience is so sticky. Your people are so engaged. It's not like people listen and then they go away. It's like they listen and then once they listen, you like catch them in a net and then they're there for the whole thing. And that's what's really cool because they're just engaged with you. Why do you think they're engaged with me? I'm engaged with them. Every time I'm posting, I'm asking them to post this thing below. To, I'm, I'm reaching out to people in DMs a little bit every day. And at this point, yes, at this point I have a team, but I didn't have a team. There was a time, there was two years of time where I didn't have a team, okay? And so I would do this myself and it went a long way. And then there was something called momentum because the five people I spoke to turned into 25 people and those 25 people turned into 75 people. And then people say to me, how much money do you spend on ads for your show? The answer is zero. I haven't ever yet spent money on an ad for my show. We're thinking about doing it now, but it hasn't yet happened. This didn't have to happen because I was engaging with people. So your homework for this week, we wanted you to create a trailer. We want you to get feedback on the trailer, even more to the point. So whether you did a trailer or not, we want you to be brave enough to share it with three people in your life and get their feedback. And 
We want you to share it in the group, but this can't be, okay? We have to have the courage to go outside of the safe container or else we're not going to start to get over the feeling of fear and shame and self-doubt. So you can share things in the group because that is such a beautiful way for you to get some feedback. But the people in this group don't really represent the world because the people in this group are raising their hands. They're an engaged audience. They already know the trailer is going to be posted. So it's not going to give you the same muscle. It's not going to help you grow as much as reaching out to three people in your life and saying, hey, Jenny, I love your feedback. Hey, Mark, you have five minutes. I want to send you this. I'd love to get your your take on it. Like, we're going to need you to do that anyway. You may as well do it now with the support of people around you doing the same thing. So you can post things in the group and you can ask people what they think, but you're going to have to go outside of this group if you actually want to grow and you want to build a podcast that you really think is worth building. So we want you to come up with a topic. We want you to feedback on it. You can even share a poll in the group. If you want this group to help you with the name, you can also, of course, ask your friends outside of this group. That's really something we're going to keep asking you to do. And then we want you to post something on social media. You're not going to get better at something by just sticking your head in the sand. And it's amazing how when you just begin, there's actually more that you didn't see that's actually there. And you will grow from beginning it. I know it seems ridiculous. When I start writing my book, I'm like looking at a blank page and I'm just like, uh, who even wants to start? And then it's amazing. I say, I'm just going to write three sentences and then I write nine sentences. And then I realize, oh my God, I actually have a podcast. I already have 70, 100,000 words written. That's the beauty of having a podcast, by the way. You can write a book in a second. But the point is, I want you to start posting on social media and practicing dialogue. And I want you to look at each other too. Like start to look at your friends in this class and help them out in a kind, constructive, loving way. Like, hey, you know, I just saw that you posted something. You didn't ask a question. Nobody's going to respond to that, right? Ask a question, ask a question and make it an easy to answer question. All right, Colleen, anything else you want to share? Yeah, I just want to say that for a lot of you, it may feel uncomfortable to share it, even when it's people that you know, like friends or family members. And just notice that and be aware of it and then share it anyways, right? Because this fear around the sharing, its we just have to rise to meet it. It's the anticipation of it that feels far worse. And everyone gets to have their experience. Like some people might be like a little weird in their reaction because there's a part of them that wishes they had the courage to do what you're doing or something. None of it matters. It's all okay. What we want you to do is just know that your journey is yours. And when we realize how much we don't have to attach ourselves to everyone else's experience, but we just get to share from our heart with the best of intentions, that's what this is really all about. So how are you guys feeling right now? That is a pretty good example of how these classes are going to go. You're going to hear some concrete things that you need to know. We're going to have a dance party and hopefully we're going to hit on some of the probably bigger real issues at stake, which is going to not be about tactical things, but the the real courage. And again, a lot of you are saying that you're feeling really good. And there's a couple of people saying that you're confused. Well, I would be confused too. I don't know why I would expect not to be confused or conflicted, especially when I care a lot about this thing. And the bottom line is there's only two buttons in this video game called life. There's either resistance or reception. 
And when we're in resistance, we get overwhelmed. When we're in resistance, we just don't feel connected to the stream. Because the thing is, you guys, that as much as I'm going to teach you, everything brilliant ever created in this world came through spontaneity. It didn't come from trying to predict it. It didn't come from trying to make sure that you know ahead of time how it's going to land. It came from creativity. Creativity is being in a flow. It's not knowing where it's going to go. It's being willing to dance in the unpredictable. And the truth is that your ego loves the predictable. It doesn't want to be confused. It wants to know all the answers because it wants to protect you. And your ego is really worried that if you don't know all the answers, you might get caught off guard. You might start something and say something that you don't like that you said. You might build something and have to change it. And it feels so scary to not have all the answers. And meanwhile, your soul loves having a mystical experience. It wants to have an experience that blows your mind. In fact, if you think about it, every time you've ever had something extraordinary happen, you tell someone and it starts the way you start it, goes like this. Colleen, you won't believe what happened. You won't believe it. Or you'll say, mom, I have to tell you this. Out of the blue, X, Y, and Z just happened. And the deal is, you guys, that everybody will say how much they want magic in their life, how much they want miracles and blessings and synchronicities and the most incredible out-of-the-box adventures. And then your ego says, hell no, I want no adventure. I want nothing mystical. I want predictability. I want to predict it every day. I want my life to be predictable. I want certainty in my life. Your soul wants uncertainty. Your soul wants the moment where you go, I walked in to have dinner with this person, but she brought a friend and oh my God, the coolest person I ever met. Yeah, that's what your soul wants. Your body's like, I don't want to meet anyone new. I don't want to hear anything new. I don't want to do anything new because new means I don't know the answers, which means there could be danger, which means I might not be protected. So what I want is to have my alarm go off at the same time. I want to know exactly what's going to happen. I want to know exactly how I'm going to land jumping off that dismount, your soul wants none of that. Your soul wants to be in a flow state where you feel like you let go and something bigger than you takes over. Maybe it's God. Maybe you allow that to happen. Maybe you allow something bigger to come through. Maybe you all of a sudden go, ooh, love just came through here. Something happened because I got out of the way because I stopped holding on to it so tight. I guarantee if you look at all of the people in the world that you admire, whether it's Jim Henson or Serena Williams, they have the courage to let a force move through them because they're not worrying constantly. They're not constantly overwhelmed. Confusion and overwhelm is an addiction. And what it really is, is a place where we can hide. It's a place where we don't have to be brave because it's a place where we don't want to move into action unless we know. But the real truth in all of the data is that clarity comes from action, doesn't come before it. If you want to learn how to ride a bike, you will have to get on it and you will have to practice losing your balance. There's no other way to do it. And the reason kids wind up liking riding a bike or skiing or riding a scooter is from the 
feeling of liberation that they feel because they're letting go and they're finding their way and they're realizing, ooh, I'm taking this little risk and I'm on this bike without training wheels and the, the high I'm feeling is in the letting go and the trust and look what I'm able to do. And that's how your show becomes amazing. That's how your marriage becomes amazing. Stop controlling it. Stop telling him exactly which highway and which freeway and which way to go. See where he goes. Shut your mouth. See where it goes. Enjoy it. Welcome people into your life. Have fun with this and see where this is going to go. It can go into a million ways that you never actually even predict. Wouldn't that be the best part? Right. When you're a kid and you're going to grade school, you get excited like one day a year and your mom goes, oh, my God, you're actually going to sleep on time. You picked out your clothes for tomorrow. Why? You go, mom, tomorrow we're going on a field trip. Why? Something new is going to happen. The reason most people don't want to wake up every day is because they already know the day they're going to have. It's going to be the same day they had yesterday. So when you're feeling confused and you're feeling conflicted and you're feeling like you don't know, that's where all of the most delicious breakthroughs are because you can actually find your edge where your ego is going to go, I can't take you further than this. And your soul goes, I got it. Let's move into the zone of genius. Most people don't play in their genius zone because they like to hold on to their zone of excellence. My husband went to UCLA USC uh, Law School, UCLA Business School, grade schools. He was in all AP classes. His father died in 1987. He got straight A's, went through all AP classes, never was in debt, put himself through school. So he was a lawyer for 20 years. He was in his zone of excellence, bored out of his mind. Now he's doing stand-up comedy. He's in his zone of genius and he's so good at it. And I'm like, I finally get to see who you are. And it's such a gift. And he fought me on that for so long. Like, you understand, this is what I do. I'm like, well, not anymore. You're not really doing anything anymore. You're so bored. Like, you really want to play in your zone of genius. You really want to discover new feelings and new things that you have to do and that you have to say. And you want the wonder of a day where you don't know where it's going to go. And he has that now. It required the courage to let go of all the things that he knew how to predict because there was nothing predictable anymore. And one thing I just want to mention before I bring someone up, I know we were talking a little bit about the trailer only releasing like a couple weeks or something before your show. And then you might be like, wait, but they're telling me to like share my trailer with people. And so does that mean I have my show has to start in two weeks? No, 100%. No, 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 no. So you can all have feedback. Yeah. Feedback this is time. Feedback. This is just general sharing. You're not uploading it to the formal podcast platform and you'll learn all of that as we go. But it's just an opportunity to like, informally share it. Like even if you are putting on a social media, it's not in the podcast platform. The show is official. It's here. It's downloadable. It's just more of an informal organic sharing. So share your heart away. That is all good. So I want you guys to see this because remember I told you that whole thing in the beginning. I was like, look at Mel Robbins. She's at the top of the chart and she didn't even have a show yet. And da, 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 da. And I was like, oh my God, I did the same thing. And I didn't have any Instagram followers and I wasn't famous. So this is it. This is a screenshot from the first week when I just dropped my trailer before my first episode. And if you look at this screenshot, you can see how, first of all, my podcast artwork was so different then. 
And also we were number two on the chart and you'll see number one was how I built this. Number three was Tim Ferriss. Number four was Planet Money. Five was Dave Ramsey. Not crazy. And that's because a bunch of people were subscribing and listening. And it stayed on the top of the chart for a few weeks. I thought that was cool for you guys to see. Because you can easily sometimes trick yourself into sitting it out because you can say, well, you know, I know the Spartless guys started a podcast. They were famous. Like I was not famous. And you can say, but how does that happen? And it's like, there's an algorithm. And if you have people subscribing in a 24-hour period of time, it matters. When, when podcasts have been around for a minute, they're not getting so many new subscribers every day. They're getting a few new subscribers over time. But the people who are listening are listening, okay? When you start something, people start subscribing and you might have 98 people subscribe and you might be like, yeah, but this person probably has 900,000 subscribers. Like, well, not today. They didn't all subscribe today. It's about the day. It's the same reason why when people put books out on Amazon, they go to the top of Amazon. It's like, they're not John Grisham. It doesn't matter. There's an algorithm. So all of that is good because it's good for visibility. All right. Today was a wonderful session. Thank you so much, Colleen. Thank you so much to everybody who's on the team. And thank you for all of you for bringing such awesome energy. We are so excited to continue this journey with you. Well, I hope that that was helpful. And if you want to join me for more live training on podcasting and all things, how you can grow your own show and make money from it and have a blast doing so, you can go to kathyheller.com slash bootcamp and join me this week live. All right. Well, here are the takeaways. Number one, don't discount something just because it's fun or it's too easy. Do the too easy show because you won't believe what actually is in that. Number two, marketing is not a monologue. It's always a dialogue or else it's not marketing. Marketing has to be sticky. Marketing has to be engagement. The engagement matters more than your perfect post. Number three, social media was designed for people to be social. So in order to create an audience, we have to deposit into an audience, engage, 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 be social. Number four, your journey is yours. We don't have to attach ourselves to everyone else's experience, but we just get to share from our heart with the best of intentions. Number five, everything brilliant ever created in this world came through spontaneity. It didn't come from trying to predict things. Creativity is being in the flow. It's being willing to dance in the unpredictable. Number six, your soul wants to be in a flow state where you feel like you can let go and something bigger than you takes over. The high is in letting go and trusting that. That's how your show becomes amazing. Stop trying to control it. Have fun. Just see where it goes. Number seven, all of the most delicious breakthroughs happen when you find your edge. Let's move into that zone of genius beyond where your ego can no longer go. Thank you so much for listening. It really means the world that you are here with me week after week, show after show. There's so many good episodes coming up. So please follow along on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Wherever you're listening, hit the subscribe button. And if you're loving what we do and you want to support us and you want to be entered into the giveaway then leave a review for this podcast and tell a friend about it. Maybe text the link or email somebody the link or post about it on your Instagram. And finally, if you want to join me for free this week, go to kathyheller.com slash bootcamp. I'll be live Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Can't wait to spend this time together. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you soon.
Did you make the most of it?